0: hello hello welcome to two tunes podcast i'm bo two podcast i'm brandon that was bo that did the Two-Tunes Podcast. Before. that was
1: not um i think we missed some things to do last week at the end things to
0: do oh yeah plug like in all to, the things yeah
1: to like subscribe uh so we'll do it at the beginning hey guys hey. uh <laughs> thank you for tuning in in the first 25 seconds of yeah. this podcast uh if you like this podcast tell somebody if you hate this podcast tell somebody yeah Be
0: like you know a podcast i hate that you should listen to <laughs> all the episodes just to make sure you also feel the same way i do it's
1: two tunes podcast imagine hating something hating hating yeah, not hating. just like i don't care about it yeah um off of 25 seconds mm. it's like i hate it
0: why my students sometimes when we listen to things i'm like no give it the whole time
1: oh <laughs> well, yeah Oh, my God. On uh, Friday, their job was just to sit and listen to lo-fi music and, mm-hmm. like, pay attention to it. There's, mm-hmm. like, questions on the board. Because, like, to understand a genre, you have to listen to a bunch of stuff. Right. To be like, well, what makes lo-fi hip-hop lo-fi hip-hop? <laughs> oh, it's it's calm. It's like, are they all calm? Mm-hmm. Because we listen to 25 seconds of One Piece. Mm-hmm. One Piece is like, oh, they're pretty long. I'm like, like, 10 minutes? Yeah. It's like we listened to 41 minutes, but we didn't listen to one song. Mm -hmm. We listened to like 20 songs Mm -hmm. because they're not long. Mm -hmm. You didn't pay attention. Um, And also we were talking about, in in another class, we were listening to, um, oh, what's the song? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Mm -hmm. And they're like, it's a holiday song. It's like, all right, what makes it a holiday song? And then like they went on and like, we were, we were, it's like, it's the most won- wonderful time of the year. It's like, does that mean that Christmas is the only, like, what about 4th of July? And then they talk about, like, roasting marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 4th of July. Yeah. But then they're like. It's Jingle Belling." Yeah. And they're like,
0: okay. Although Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song.
1: There you go. <laughs> then either way, I'm like, oh, this. And then, like, they actually, like, start to talk about, like, something <laughs> and I'm like, there you go. That's why. And then I'm like, but what genre is it? Holiday. And then I started, then I played uh, uh, Christmas Time in Hollis. Christmas in Hollis, yeah. And then I'm like, what genre is this? And they're like, hip hop. <laughs> and I was like, but you just said like the lyrics make the genre. Yeah. It's like, so is that still just holiday? Because yeah. like, this could be holiday. It's like, no, no this is hip hop. It's like, yes, you're right. This is hip hop. Yeah. So, which we will talk about, we'll start to talk about next week
0: i did i don't know if i told you uh for my ap music theory class for their listening example the other week their critical listening mm-hmm. it was uh a comparison and contrast of two hot mulligan songs one was the original oh, yeah, one yeah. was the lo-fi version yeah yeah he was he dug that he thought it was kind of cool that's cool he was H- like, how are they different well yeah he talked about different things but he was also like when he was talking about the original one he was like i think this is emo and i was like it is it's fifth wave emo <laughs> <laughs> It's fifth wave, yeah.
1: Because you know all the waves. I just know that there are five apparently. And yeah, maybe we're in the sixth now. You don't even know. Maybe you know, like. But we're they, only in the fourth, They didn't wake up one we're only day. In the fourth wave of ska. Somehow, yeah. even though it's been around longer. Well, that's because like, like there hasn't actually been a change in ska since the nineties. Like where the 90s was influ- like Ska plus punk rock yeah. made fourth wave Ska. Third wave. Where I, what? That was the third wave. That was the third wave? We're in the fourth wave. Are we though? Because yeah. uh, never mind. I, I get all my Ska information from Ska2 Network. Isn't he the CEO? Of Ska? Of Ska. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Love you, Jer. Oh, I got to talk to you about, remind me after this to talk okay. about the...
0: Like after the show or after we record? After we, we just,
1: record. Okay. Um, to to bring up our next covers episode, okay. Idea. Okay. Okay. So we're here to talk about Two Tunes. Yes. And this episode is 100% Brandon approved. <laughs> True. like if you listen to this podcast like i'm actually
0: like a little annoyed that i didn't (laughs) that you didn't bring bring this up your song yeah i'm I'm, I'm feeling a little (laughs) bit bad about
1: myself i i actually had to look back and i'm like i know i've heard this band before um for mine and Mm -hmm. then i was like are we sure so i checked i'm like did we have them on before (laughs) yeah and yeah anyways you're first though
0: i am first though uh so this band branston which contains my name in it is that why yeah no um by the way i met branford marsalis the other week who's that uh world famous saxophone player okay part of the world famous marsalis family uh former tonight show band host the part of the jay leno years he was was, okay all right um Anyway, he uh, is a great, phenomenal saxophone player. He's a um, guest artist, or sorry, an artist in residence at North Carolina Central, where I'm attending grad school. And he does, which means he does, like, lessons periodically. Mm-hmm. Like, he does, he's not there full time. He just comes in does lessons sometimes yeah. and stuff. Um, and, of course, he was doing lessons while I was there, which was amazing. But the only time slot he had available was during the two-hour time slot that I had rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason I was down there was for was for these couple rehearsals, one on Friday, one on Saturday. And he was there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and had lesson times. And the only time available was two to four on Friday. So that was a little annoying. But I did get to meet him. He was very nice. And he complimented my name because he said, that's the name people call me most of the time. (laughs) Because he's Brantford and I'm Brandon. Gotcha. So. um, But anyway, this is Branston. Uh, I found out about these guys the way I've been finding out about some different things a lot of times where somebody on instagram was like oh this album this is a great album isn't it great and i'm like sure let me go listen maybe it is (laughs) (laughs) and i can't remember who it was or what account it was i should start writing these down there's we've talked about before limited to one yes great record store in uh, new york city they post a lot of things um you know, like, Oh, I can't believe I found this album or Hey, this, and this is a good one or whatever. I don't think it was them. Um, I think it was one of these other accounts that I follow where they're just like record collectors and they will show, um, like, Hey, I got this. I finally found this one on, on, um, vinyl. Isn't it cool? Um, Oh man, this album was so great. I, I forgot about it and whatever, those kinds of things. Um, so I don't remember which one it is. I'm trying to like look it up now, but I don't think I can find it. So anyway, somebody posted it, hey, this is a great album. I was like, okay, cool, never heard of that band. Let me go check it out. Mm-hmm. And then I, I like it, so now I'm sharing it. Uh, so they have been around, or they started in 96, and then they went to about 2008. Um, they were signed on Deep Elm Records. Do okay. you know that record label? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that have the Emo Diaries series, which Mm -hmm. is really great. I need to, like, dig into that more. Um, And then they were on Militia Group for a little bit towards the end of their career as well. Um, Have you heard of Swarm of Bats? No. That name sounds familiar. But anyway, like, members of this group, when they broke up, went on to form Swarm of Bats. So I don't know if I actually know that banner, if it just kind of sounds familiar. Uh, But this is from their 2002 album, uh, Dial In Sounds. And I had trouble kind of picking a song because I just, I like the whole album. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one I felt kind of gets a good mix of the punk and emo sound and influence that they have. If that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So this is guest list. It's towards the back
1: half of the album. Ooh, I wanted Um, to talk
0: about, did you listen to the whole album? Yes. I listened to it actually on my... Way to or from I can't remember okay. North Carolina the other
1: week i I I just like on the way over here today, mm-hmm. I looked at the the song list and because it feels like it should be like an end track, kind of uh, feels like it could be an okay. end like the last song. so I was wondering if it was mm-hmm. and then the song before it mm-hmm. is called command q command Z yes, which command q is to quit mm-hmm. and then command Z is to undo. yeah so like is the song quit undo and like are they quitting something and then they don't they want to take it back Mm. gotcha anyways but that's the other song here's guest list okay
0: this is the very punky part of it
1: Now this makes sense as to why I think this, mm-hmm. because it's from 2002. Yeah, it, it it reminds me very much of 2002. Yeah, but I always love these guys. Yes. At the time. But it also reminds me of uh, um, Punchline, the band Punchline okay. from from Pittsburgh. Yeah. So like maybe they played together. Yeah,
0: I mean they're from Cleveland.
1: You there you go. Chimes.
0: the bells. Glocked, yeah. Bells. Yeah. The Wonder Years is big fans of using. Now, like a shift, (laughs) some piano in there as well.
1: That'd be cool if they had like a little uh, glockenspiel. Yeah, right at that break.
0: Very descriptive song as well. Basically, like, who let you into the show? How'd you get on the guest list? Like, you shouldn't be here. Go (laughs) in. Who's running the door? Yeah, I almost picked the very first song. Yeah? Just because it was like, you know, you get that, what do we call it? The primacy bias, like the first thing you hear. Okay. Um, but then I, as I listened to the whole album, I was like, I think this is the one. This is the one that gives a good sense of their, at least from this album, their total sound, I guess. Is still around? Uh, no, they were up until 2008. This is also the only thing I've listened to by them. But I was just trying to get, you know, it's hard when you... When we only pick one song yeah. per band, it's hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I just dig it. I think because I'm, I'm heading down to North Carolina again next week or this week as the podcast comes out, um, then I'll have many hours in the car, maybe listen to some of their other stuff too. I might also throw on some of those Emo Diaries playlists yeah. just to find some more groups from there. i dig them i'm glad i follow whatever account i follow that (laughs) had it on there yeah i like i said i don't think it was limited to one um the heck is that one account that i follow that they post albums i don't know man Mm -hmm. i thought i had a thing entitled but i don't know but yeah that's branston i wish i knew about them in 2002 when 2002 yeah maybe they'd
1: still be here if you didn't if you listen to them,
0: maybe I just didn't know about them. How would I know? Um, Who would have told going me? going to shows? I didn't even know about Deep Elm Records and all
1: that stuff. Come on, until man!
0: Recently, when, when I saw, yeah,
1: I know, me this, me too. Like I, I didn't know about that record label until very recently. Yeah, the one... only record labels I knew in the 2000s were Fat Records, mm-hmm. yeah. Epitaph, mm-hmm. um, crap. What's the one that was like that? Thrice was on. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Whatever they were on vagrant okay drive through mm-hmm. um did you know like fueled by ramen yeah
0: did you know tooth and nail yeah telling, okay uh asian man records did you know that? kinda okay
1: i did know like them when i was in the band because like they ska related right oh, um i just saw it. what is that what's the record label now i can't think of did i already say vagrant yes and then victory victory yeah
0: Okay, it's not this account that I thought it was.
1: Uh, I guess I did know a lot of record labels back in the early 2000s. Apparently
0: I followed the drummer for Hope's Fall.
1: <laughs> That's
0: okay. He's the one guy that posts records and stuff. Okay. But I just like now read his bio, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I thought I just liked your taste in records and the way that you, <laughs> the way that you post them in pictures and how nice they look. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's not that account. What's the other account that I follow? I can't remember.
1: I can't help you, man.
0: I'll never know. You'll never know. Follow too many things.
1: You do. How, how many? many?
0: How many people do you follow on Instagram? Do you know? Look it up.
1: Look it's yours. less than a thousand. I really? Yeah. Good for you. I, I follow d- twenty I... four hundred accounts. Oh wow. Two thousand
0: four hundred
1: thirty six. Now here is the thing. What's going to happen? And it shows me twelve of them. His things. I uh, eight hundred and five. Most shown in feed. There is fifty.
0: So why? Because they post the like, most. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. It don't matter. I can't think of what this account is called, but it, I think it's that one—the one that I cannot think of. Thank you for sharing this
1: record with me. Okay. So, the thing one is, I finished the bear. Oh yeah, like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you were. It did not because I because we had the Hulu situation. Right. Um. I do not like like it felt like such a triumph, mm-hmm. and it still is like you're you're still a piece of shit Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it just felt like it wasn't a happy ending it was like a lot good happened but then there's still like crap yeah so is that like the gist of the of the uh yeah i think so okay um my daughter i did not watch blue beetle
0: okay but she did
1: she watched blue beetle
0: I, i thought it was pretty good
1: okay Um, what else did I watch? Did you finish Loki? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it?
0: Yeah. It's okay.
1: Yggdrasil. I don't really understand what the purpose of any (laughs) of, of this phase is. It's just like the, let's try to keep making money phase. Let's keep it doesn't honking. have.
0: This is the problem, though, that they set up for themselves, mm-hmm. and that we've also bought into. Mm-hmm. Is that it? All has to be leading to this yeah, thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to do that. That's just what they did. At yeah. first, it wasn't that. I mean, I guess it was kind of leading to like doing Avengers, but, like, but it was it was it doing wasn't the leading, first movie. It wasn't leading to like Endgame.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that happened after avengers and yeah. then they're like okay now what's the next avengers yeah, yeah, and yeah. The next and avengers. so
0: that's still where we're at everybody's like well, what's the next avengers what's the next avengers and yeah. like there doesn't have to be but when is the next
1: avengers because there is well technically
0: thing. it's S- secret wars and then kang dynasty or kang dynasty and then secret wars i can't remember yeah. they're both like pretty close to each okay it's all screwed up now because of the, the strikes because a million and, things well yeah um the biggest one is probably they're just going to shift away from the Kang stuff.
1: Yeah, because he's being... Because he's a bad person, probably. Maybe. Maybe. I, I don't know any of the information. Yeah.
0: Maybe. He's allegedly a bad person. Um. So, there's that. But then also, even when they originally announced them, those two movies were, like, really close to each other. Mm-hmm. Like They were. In, they were, in, like... Like, six months... Like, in the same calendar year, almost. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's... Definitely. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. They also like to take these big things that took, like, years in the comics and then, like, shove them into one movie.
1: Well, in the uh, lot no, of ways. It, it, like, Secret Secret War. Secret Wars. Wasn't was, a year long. It wasn't it, years long, but it was, it was maybe a year it long. Was it was one year long. Yeah. And,
0: yeah. That's the way, though, that they're going to fold in all the universes, probably. Mm-hmm. And they redid and stop it doing in multiverse. the comics yeah. as well. Yeah, not that long ago. But it was the same idea. It was folding in. Mm-hmm. of things. That's how they mm-hmm. got rid of the Ultimates universe. But yep. then they're like, we want Miles Morales and we want this person and we want that thing. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they're going to do the mutant stuff. Do you realize? Do you they're reali- just going to dump them in and mm-hmm. it's just going to be like, oh, universe has collided and this is how it is yeah. now.
1: Do you realize that they're doing a Spider-Man universe? Sony is? Yeah. they Spum. I, I didn't really realize that that was going on until I saw Madam Web. And I'm yeah, like, I know that character. So the,
0: the Weekly Planet calls it the Spum universe. Yeah, yeah. It's the Spider- Sony. Spi- the Sony the, Spider- sorry the Sony Spider Man cinematic uh, universe picture wait the <laughs> Spider Man Sony Pictures universe of Marvel movies something like that
1: Spum they yeah. call it yeah and it looks dumb yeah all of it no I know that like they have Ezekiel in it and I was around when that character was created mm-hmm. I was reading those comics with uh what's which the 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 youngest Ramada Ramita. Romita. John Ramita Jr. Yeah. yeah. He he did. I was in on that Spider Man run. And then it got too weird. Basically, when he got the Iron Man suit, the okay. Iron Man Spider, sp- Iron Spider suit. Yeah. From Tony. Mm-hmm. And then everybody forgot who he was. And yeah. I forget what it was. And then he was, it was weird. Yeah. But I was there. But apparently, it's just like a fat Spider Man. Okay. In in Madam Web or something. I don't know.
0: It's not fast, but he's, he just looks like a villain Spider Man guy. Yeah. And she's a good guy. Yeah. She's uh a... And then there's three other Spider Women. Yes. Or two Spider Women and a Spider Girl. Yes. I don't know.
1: So, the. Marvel's is good. <laughs> okay. I'm glad. I do want to see Gen, it.
0: Gen V was very good. That wrapped up. Invincible okay. is good so far as well. Mm hmm and the boys comes out soon maybe I don't, know.
1: I don't know i need to get caught up on stuff i was watching uh invasion which is on apple tv saw something else it's on apple tv oh there's a monarch which yeah, is yeah i would like to see that uh we watched the first episode mm-hmm. and it's like a whole bunch of like different timelines like post-world war ii timeline and mm-hmm. then like yeah, because after the first Godzilla movie, the timeline. Russells
0: play each other. Wyatt and Kurt Russell play each other at different times. Wait, what? So Kurt Russell. Yes. Is in the movie. Yes. But yes. Wyatt Russell, yes. his son, yes. plays himself. Plays himself. Play. Well, they play the same character. Oh, there you go. At different times. Yes. Yeah. Like the Kurt Russell one is the current one and Wyatt Russell is the, the past, past one. one. Yeah. That makes
1: sense. And it works and it's good. Did you ever see Lodge 49? I did such a weird show i love weird shows like that <laughs> yeah. i'm like this is cool there's like a what is it miss mrs davis oh it's along the same line of like weirdness
0: wait the nurse or the not Ms. she's a nun yeah is it called miss davis yeah yeah i've heard i i would like to watch that at some point i watched some of it a nun i started a watching the murder at the end of the world
1: yeah i started that?
0: watching that interesting so far okay yeah I haven't made it through the first
1: episode yet because I haven't had time, but. Oh, uh, Bodies. <clears throat> it's on Netflix. Okay. so It's too much stuff to watch, but okay. <laughs> the, well, always. So Bodies is uh, this body shows up oh. in this street in London, um, and we see it for the first time in 2023, but then it's also in 1941 and 1890. Jack the Ripper yes but then and then at the end of you you know this from this isn't spoiling anything but then there's like a there's a fourth timeline which is in the 20 something Mm -hmm. so in the future okay and it's the same body in the same position in the same Mm -hmm. place in these four timelines and then like how all these connect and it's a nice real time travel story which is like really cool yes
0: you should also watch class of 09 it's on fx
1: which means it's on hulu yeah okay maybe i'll watch that when i get that's a good one too all right so the the song that you wish you'd brought or not maybe not the song but definitely the artist yeah
0: i don't you know
1: darcy james argue yeah secret society secret Mm -hmm. Secret
0: society yep that's the name of the band
1: yeah and then this record is called dynamic maximum tension yes and this song is seven minutes long it's called Action yes which is that just like the n-
0: i think it's putting all those three things together yeah,
1: yeah. and track 10 which is called tensile curves mm-hmm. is 34 minutes long <laughs> we're not gonna listen to that but uh-huh. this is seven minutes long do you know that there's a video for it yeah like in studio recording mm-hmm. have you watched it yeah. do you show your students it
0: uh probably yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. this will probably make its way on some kind of thing we've listened to his stuff before yeah um yeah so darcy james argue, great composer band leader um this is his fourth album
1: i'll just say yes because i don't know
0: yeah so there's brooklyn babylon there is uh let me actually look these up oh
1: wait i got them all i got them them i got um yeah infernal machines infernal machines there we go uh brooklyn babylon Babylon. real enemies yep and then this one
0: yeah and they're all concept records and things And and there's, you know, like a through line and overarching story and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it's Um, all instrumental. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although there are sometimes like other things like real enemies had like a whole multimedia presentation with it and stuff. I I was bummed. I never got to see that live. Okay. Um, That was all about like um, conspiracy theories and things. Okay. Um, As far as I know, Brooklyn Babylon was like just about Brooklyn. Okay. And like the way, like the different influences and cultures and things infernal machines i don't know off the top of my head i feel like it was like myths and things and i know that, like, like that. uh i'm watching this um it's very symphonic yeah music just using the palette of big band. big band yeah um, and there's a ton of great players on it as always like
1: oh yeah just killer players i'm watching this video with him off uh, jazz composers presents mm -hmm. which was from three months ago and he's talking about one of the it's like yeah it's in three two but it's more of just like a container Mm -hmm. because like the guitar is playing in five four but Mm -hmm. it's written over top of that and then like another is in like in twelve eight
0: yeah because at some point everybody you just got to put it together you know what i mean yeah
1: yeah. Because they're like time paradoxes.
0: So um, I met Darcy James Argue. Did you? Yeah, in 2007. So he went to... Um, You're going to know more than I do. <laughs> so he went to McGill University, which is in Montreal. But then he went to um, the New England Conservatory. Yeah. And while there, um, two of my... I don't my... how loud this is. Yeah, it's very <laughs> loud. Um, two of my friends and former teachers were uh-huh. also there. Yeah. Um, uh, John and Lisa McClagan were both there, and um, so flash forward to from then, or I guess flashback for now, but 2007. Um, my the vocal jazz ensemble I was singing with at Swick out in Iowa, um, we performed at IAJE, which was the International Association of Jazz Educators, which is now Gen, the Jazz Education Network. Mm-hmm. Um, we performed at their annual conference festival thing, and we're in the hotel lobby. Um, and I was with John and Lisa, and they're like, "Oh, Brandon, come over here and meet our friend Darcy, and so I meet this guy, Darcy, and we're just like talking a little bit and whatever and that's that's it and like then and then like f- then flash forward from then, mm-hmm. maybe like ten years or so,, okay. maybe less when I kind of became more aware of him and his music and stuff, and I was okay. like, wait a second, and I asked Lisa, I was like, "Hey, you probably don't remember this, but at i a j e you and John introduced me to quote unquote your friend Darcy." was that darcy james argue and she's like yeah and i'm like oh shit that's so cool like i i I met him once and just because he was friends with my friend i mean my t- they were my teachers but now they are my friends mm-hmm. um kind of thing but yeah i was like oh yeah i met him one time <laughs> before he was anybody very and cool now i really like his music a whole lot so yeah yeah so sorry darcy that i did not bring your music to the podcast sooner but yeah this is his newest release by the way um, which I helped crowdfund. So did you? Yeah. I have crowdfunded his last these this one and I think real enemies, mm-hmm. perhaps. Where was this recorded? Or whichever one.
1: Uh I don't know off the top of my head. It's the Power Station. Oh, okay. Which is now owned by Berkeley University. Oh, There we go. So I and just know
0: that when Darcy does stuff, I'm a big fan and so I want to support when I can. Yeah.
1: So. so here is um the first track, Dimac. Dimaction action. Dime action. That's all I say, it, at least. Yeah, it would because it is those three words put together, and it's within the concept that I just read, but don't have it off the top of my head.
0: Yeah. Did he just get a Grammy nomination as well? I, think, uh, I for, hope so. For this album,
1: that'd be really cool.
0: His last, anyway. He's, he's had others.
1: So. This is instrumental, eighteen piece mm-hmm. big band. Yeah, and you guys should watch the video of it. Yeah, I'm gonna show these to some of my kids, maybe this week or next week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Here it is. You will play. Play the song. You will play the song. Oh, is it really being like slow? Is my phone freezing? It is. I guess we're not gonna play it. Sorry, guys. We're time to go home. It's it's one tune podcast. Jokes. Both got jokes. We got plenty of jokes. Do 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 <laughs> do do do. do. So watching the the recording of this, yeah, and then like now listening to it, like I'm I'm the the drummer was hitting the side of the cymbal Mm -hmm. with his stick, yeah. At this point, okay, and it's the it's the right. Well, I don't know if it's the right cymbal, yeah, probably, but it's it's definitely on the, the, the the right side. The piano part is, like, one note.
0: Piano part or the bass part? Well, right now they're doing, like,
1: there, there is a piano part that is there that's just, like, one note. And then the bass part right there was... And this, you can. I believe that it. Here, you can't see it, but credits. Oh yeah, all the people. All the people. Yeah.
0: By the way, um, sorry. This is some cool moments. Little Barry Sachs solo. Um, this. So we said they're all um, like uh, concept records and stuff. Yeah. This one is um it says this album pays homage to some of his key influences mm-hmm. so like Buckminster Fuller Alan Turing Mae West uh-huh. um, and others Duke Ellington some other folks um, yeah Bob Brookmeyer, I think Peck Sweet Let's see who's the berry player um I don't have the right words
1: Carl here. Maragi okay I know it's I mispronounced it they also play bass clarinet and some of the stuff yeah if that's yeah, there's that. a lot of
0: doubling in the woodwinds
1: but he he for this recording he's, he's in a room by himself just doing the whole yeah that way you get a clean yeah, I like. There, there's a part, the trombones, mm-hmm. that they're just sliding. Yeah, and like watching them all do it, all four of them. Yeah, it's so cool. And they they all have mutes, uh-huh. which I like. I don't know. Like I didn't think about it because like sometimes m- mutes you don't really pay attention to the sound of unless it's the harm the harm mute like really really sticks out yeah as far as its tone yeah but like
0: the they were just the trumpets just had sounded like cut mutes yeah it's got a specific sound too yeah
1: but the the trombones have mutes mm-hmm. and one of maybe, them had it. were they maybe like buckets one of them had a weird mute because it looked like it was just like a like a like a film canister it's probably a bucket mute
0: I'm gonna pull up the video now and kind of go through darcy doesn't other composers do as well but like you sometimes use especially like in the trumpets use different combinations of mutes yeah you could put like one person on harmon, and, yeah and then like two on cup and mm-hmm. one on something else and it's just just to get the mix of the mix of them gets a cool thing yeah like like what's typical is that they would all just be on the same thing but even on this like some of the trumpets are on like flugelhorn, while some are actually on trumpet. Yes, and that you know, yeah, just to get all the different timbres put together. Yeah, there's lots of doubling in the woodwinds. Yeah, there's like Ingrid Jensen on a cup mute, just trumpet player. Let me get a shot. Oh yeah, so the trombones we'll just have it there. Is it that one? The black one. Yes, that's yes. a bucket mute. Okay. It's basically, as the name implies, it's like a small bucket, but then there's, like, stuff inside of it to catch the sound. But then the guy next to him is on what looks like a cup mute. Yeah. So, yeah, just different effects and sounds. Yeah, this might be our next uh, critical listening for the jazz bands. Will you watch the video of it? Yes, I always always do a YouTube video, although not all of them are actual videos. It's just the song on there, but... Um, when i can have them watching the groups either in studio or live that's what i prefer i think it helps them engage more
1: this yeah it's just like it's just down there yeah I
0: I would say some of this stuff too and I I probably have played some of Darcy's stuff before I was like but is it jazz for that listening prompt that I do with my kids yeah yeah you know like yes he's using the as I like to say like the palette the color palette of the big band but yes you know Darcy by the way is a great follow on social media yeah um yeah, well-versed and opinionated, like, smartly in, in politics and, and world events and things, and certainly in the world of, of jazz. Um, he's a professor and stuff as well. And like, Where does he teach? Uh, that's a great question.
1: Now, did it feel like it was almost seven minutes? No. I mean, we talked over it a bit, too, but, like... But it doesn't get boring. Like there's there's some things that like you know a one minute can, one minute song can get really boring real fast, where a seven minute song can feel like oh really it's over yeah.
0: Does he teach i swear he's teaching somewhere
1: i don't know he teaches online at the uh, grand canyon university grand- <laughs> yes grand i canyon. was like
0: what's the first online only school that comes to mind
1: um phoenix phoenix online there you
0: go uh why can i not find this information
1: because the internet is horrible
0: i want to say it's like doesn't say maybe he does not
1: you're a liar how dare Apparently. you
0: um yeah yeah anyway he's he's great uh, and his music's good and he puts together a killer band every time it's a lot of the same people like I oh think, yeah i think it's maybe 95 percent the same people mm-hmm. from album to album to album Um, Mm -hmm. and then like touring obviously sometimes you can't get everybody together but um he's got um i don't know if i've ever mentioned this before there's a a company called new york city music services okay They, they do like printing and publishing and things um engraving that's what i'm looking for they do printing and engraving of music and stuff um but then they have a podcast well the guy the one guy has a podcast with another guy and it's called scoring notes and then they also have um, a scoring notes like website. Okay. Like the whole thing. It's just about like music engraving and about um music notation and software and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um it's it's I find it very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. uh but anyway, they uh Darcy has that it's like DJA's notes or something like that. And it's like this section that they have they've kind of kind of compiled it um of his how he feels you should put your music together basically when, okay. you're, when you're making parts, when you're putting scores together, those kinds of things. Um, he feels very strongly about <laughs> certain things, <laughs> certain gotcha. things and, and stuff. And, and a lot of it I use because I'm like, Oh no, that totally makes sense. Like mm-hmm. just for readability and like, cause the whole thing is like, you know, I talk about this with my music theory students as we're learning about writing notation and different stuff of like the whole thing is you want people to be able to read it and read it quickly quickly and yeah. like the first time you know mm-hmm. not necessarily they're going to play everything perfect or whatever but for the most part you want folks to be able to look at it once and be able to get a good sense of it and not have to be questioning yes yeah. you know it's about um, legibility legibility 100 percent. and so yeah he's got a lot of great great stuff on there um that especially if i was teaching more of like a college course or something mm-hmm. um i would be you know this is a handout these kids are getting is is this thing because, you know, there's a lot of the the good things you should use in there. So, yeah. But, yeah, he's great. His music's great. I met him one time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and before you knew who he was. Before
0: I knew who he was. He's just my – so Lisa here, and John's friend Darcy. And so he was he,
1: very nice. So here will be the funny part. Yeah. So if he's – is he prominent on Instagram?
0: Yes. He's all over social media. All okay. Over the place. He's on
1: all Twitter and Facebook yeah. and, Instagram so and so my he will probably see our post, yep,
0: yeah, I would think so.
1: Will he listen to the podcast? maybe maybe not he might yeah, I don't know, and will he be like, I remember I remember no, that. no, he would not remember <laughs>
0: he would not remember that at all, which is fine why why would you yeah. he would he might even remember like, oh, I did see John and Lisa there,, yeah, yeah. all those years ago he may 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 yeah. remember that he would not remember that I
1: yeah was also there,
0: but a match, <laughs> nor he should he, um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, it's a good episode. let share some.
1: Yeah, I'm. As I said, I was. Stuff. I'm watching this YouTube video of of him, and he's talking, very well versed. Like either he was like they they put it together, or or he was just came in and was like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do with my presentation. Mm. And he was talking about, or like so far, um, he brought up who did he bring up? He brought up two people. One was uh, Stephen Reich, mm-hmm. and uh, song for eighteen musicians. Mm-hmm which then i started to listen to i did not have the 53 minutes to listen to the entire piece yeah. but i was like that's a really cool idea um by the and, way
0: we're about to get into clapping music with my theory one kids oh, I forgot that's kind of how I, I usually use that to wrap up our like our um, rhythm unit and stuff yeah because it's just fun and, and i like to i also like them to find fun versions online yeah i do you know the best one n- we talked about this before n- sorry the, i didn't mean, like derailing it's okay here there's one where it's it's from some movie from, like, the f- 60s or something. It looks like a, like, it could be, like, a Hitchcock movie or whatever. Yeah, like okay. It's got that kind of aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And this woman, like, slaps this guy. Yeah. But they use that as the thing. As the slap. And so then it's in, the like, clap. two parts. But it's, yeah, slap, 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 yeah, yeah. Slap, 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 slap. And then it, it's really fun.
1: I uh, Years ago, I forget who it was, but, like, I brought it up to a theory class that I had. And, like, we tried it. Yeah. And no, there was an app. There's an app. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that you I can practice yep. along. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's what I remember. Yeah. I'm like, here's this app. We should do this.
0: Anyway, sorry. You were watching video with Darcy. He brings yeah. up Steve Reich, 18 music for 18 And, it's, and it's, it's
1: about like microcosms within. So it's like in the beginning of that piece, mm-hmm. it's like this is the thing. And then yeah. it goes into 11 other, like it's an 11 chord mm-hmm. progression. And then it goes into 11 sections. Mm-hmm. And then it repeats that first section. But there was another one. That I was like very interested in. I'm like, that's really cool. Let me go listen to that. Was so. it minimalist stuff? I forget what the remember. first one was. Okay. Anyways,
0: minimalist music is really interesting. Oh, yeah. Especially because the name is yeah. so like a misnomer. Yes. Yeah. We, well, um, yeah. Our, uh, are, uh I was, I was in with our drumline staff indoor our drumline staff a little bit when they were listening to sh- some show ideas and stuff. Yeah. And there's a show, it's a Philip glass mm, show. Nice. But it's really, really cool. And I was like, the kids won't get it. <laughs> it's just too, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but it, it was really, really well done. I thought it was very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like drawing on some of his,
1: his stuff, obviously like that minimalist. I think there's a Philip glass performance in New York city coming up of just to him doing stuff. Oh, like him doing stuff okay. Yeah, it wasn't like one of his operas or anything. No. It's I just I think it's like an evening with Phil Glass okay. or something like that, huh. which I'm like that'd be really cool. But then it was like I forget when. Yeah, obviously I'd be I can't do stuff. Yeah. Too busy. Too busy working on this pod, yeah, and master's classes. Anyways, yeah. man, master's classes. Well, you you got it worse than I do. <sighs> Yeah, I'm kicking like,
0: my butt in in good ways, but kicking my butt nonetheless. Yep, I am done shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, my two final, weeks. well, my final thing for my um, like as we record this, my final thing for my research class is due in two days. Okay, awesome. My final thing for my um, improv class is due in like ten days, and then my final, I'll have. One more, I'll have like a take-home test this week for arranging, and then I have a final for arranging, Mm -hmm. which is also due in like two weeks. So, I don't have much time left for this semester. It's kind of crazy. I've also, I could talk to you more about it off-air, but our university was like cyber-attacked, basically. Oh. So, like, basically the day after I left the campus, yeah, everything went down. And it's still not, like, I still haven't had access to my email in over a week um canvas is somehow still working so i was able to turn in my improv assignment this <laughs> okay. week but like nothing else is working so like my my thing i'm supposed to turn in my annotated bibliography that i'm supposed to turn in in two days yeah i'm supposed to email to my professor mm-hmm. i don't she doesn't have email access <laughs> um i have email access like i can email her through my school account or my personal account but like yeah. i don't know that she'll get it gotcha so anyway it's kind of crazy
1: so that's our, show, that's our for show this week
0: like subscribe follow us social media Yeah. Do all the things, please. Do all the things, please. (laughs) Subscribe. (laughs) Subscribe. Subscribe.
1: All right, bye guys. Bye.